The Navy says it has no shortage of innovators within its global workforce. The challenge is connecting those people and their ideas with decision makers in the services acquisition bureaucracy. To help solve that problem, officials are setting up what they call tech bridges in five locations around the country. As Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports, the goal is to make innovation more scalable. The project falls under the heading of a broader initiative called Naval X. That's the Navy Department's new effort to make its acquisition process more agile. And while there's been a proliferation of new innovation-focused organizations stood up across the Defense Department over the past decade, James Gertz, the Assistant Secretary of the Navy for Research, Development, and Acquisition, says this is not another one of those. Rather, he says, the idea is to connect local Navy and Marine Corps organizations who are already in the innovation business with the big Navy, so their ideas can be put to use more quickly. I think we're most successful when we let the tech bridges, these ecosystems, operate somewhat organically, as opposed to trying to repatriate them into a new thing. And so, you know, each has got their own unique culture, their own circumstances, their own mission area. And so I would say the difference here from what I've seen previously is we're not trying to say get rid of that new shiny bright object. It's no, keep doing what you're doing. Here is a way to connect into network so you can do what you're already doing organically and, and what feels naturally to you. But we're going to empower you with some other tools and resources and best practices so they can accelerate their own Activities. This week, Gertz's office announced the first five tech bridges, San Diego, California, Newport, Rhode Island, Keyport, Washington, Orlando, Florida, and Crane, Indiana. But he says he wants them to operate on what he calls a franchise model that will eventually expand to include several other sites across the country. Gertz says those sites are not being selected just for their technological prowess, but also because they've already shown they know how to partner with other innovators in the communities where they work, from small businesses to state and local agencies to academic institutions. When I think of this, I think of a successful ecosystem is where they have married together a mission focus. So it could be undersea, it could be simulation, it could be a lot of different things. Uh, and then they've been able to successfully link in and not only what is the Navy doing, but what's happening at the state and local level. How you integrated with STEM programs, how you integrated with academic research, how do you treat interns, and then how do you leverage that all together so it is much greater than the sum of its individual parts. Success for us is then when O&R can leverage that platform to get access to new ideas and technologies and companies they may not have seen before when the small business folks can meet new companies and when young talent, whether it's in high school or in colleges, can come to a place and learn about what the Navy or the Marine Corps needs and how we operate. When cutting-edge scientists can walk in with an idea or hear about a problem and go back to their academic institutions and propose research projects uh, which leverage all those different elements. And then when, when sailors and Marines have a place they can walk into to either find an answer or find somebody who can get them the answer or have an idea and then get that idea to somebody who can action it. The Navy will assign a handful of Naval X personnel to each of the bridges, but their areas of expertise will be based on what the local sites say they need. Their main job will be to connect the local sites with the broader Navy. They'll be complemented by another small staff of Naval X personnel based in Alexandria, Virginia, whose job will be to make sure innovations that bubble up from the tech bridges can make their way into actual fielded Navy programs. Yeah, I want to make sure we have really, really strong connection and actually are driven by the fleet, whether it's sailors or Marines. It's for them, it's about them, it's to service them. 
if we create too large a separate footprint, it becomes about the footprint, not about enabling the end user. And so I'm more interested in what do we deploy than what do we discover. Because you can be really good at the discovery phase, but if you don't have a pipeline all the way through rapid acquisition to rapid experimentation to feel what works, then to the end user, you really haven't made that much of a difference. So we're really focused on all the way from discovery all the, all the way through deployment. And Gert says Naval X will also play something of a coordinating and deconflicting role across the Navy Department's existing warfare centers and other innovation sites. Via the tech bridges, the hope is that the Navy will get a better view into what each of the research components are up to and minimize the cases in which they're duplicating each other's efforts. I think a unique challenge for the Navy, right, we're everywhere from seabed to space. And in the past, each of these ecosystems kind of had their own unique focus area, whether it's undersea or aviation. But nowadays, everything is starting to blend together. And so if you're an aviation asset, you may be worried about how to get comms to an undersea thing. Or if you're an undersea thing, you may want to launch. And so if we're not careful, each ecosystem will try and grow all of the capability needs organically, which is both time consuming and then it creates this resource contention. And so I think what, what's unique of the Navy is we have to connect, given that we are, we're all multi-domain in almost everything. Otherwise, we're not going to get there at the speed we need because everybody will try and invent everything at their local level, and that, that's just not possible. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Check out Jared's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.